When all see fever. And you're listening to Dammit Records Podcast. Welcome to this month's podcast, and thanks to North Sea Fever for the introduction, who of course we did interview on our last month's podcast. But what have we been up to this month? Well, that's normally what I ask you, because I don't do a great deal, to be fair. <laughs> I just sit on the sofa and um, send emails. Very so, modest. What, what have you been up to this month, then, me old muck? Well, we were mostly working on Cato Street Conspiracy's new album. Lots of artwork and production to do there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've actually put in the order for the vinyl. Ooh, that's our first yeah. Very exciting. And there's some excellent tracks on there, and that will be hopefully released in November, December. Fingers crossed. Absolutely. Do you know what that just reminded me of? That when you introduced that first line, mostly working on Kate. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else have we been up to then? We've released the Crib's new EP, mm-hmm. and that went out on the fourth of September. Yep. Uh, with their punk take on some classic songs. A bit more up-to-date than their previous EP, which was from the 60s. Now we're moved on to the 70s and early 80s. Well, we're really up-to-date, aren't we? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, maybe their next one will be sort of, I don't know, the 1990s, maybe? Could be, couldn't it? Electronic stuff, maybe. But yeah, well, let's see. <laughs> let's see what they get up to. That's what we've been up to away from the podcast and all the other bits and bobs. So what have we got on, on this edition? Oh, it's exciting, isn't it? We've got two more things to do. Oh, let's start off with the normal stuff. So we've got old tracks from the Cribs. Mm-hmm. We've got Stanton's Grave. Right. Sages from the Future. Cool. The answer is no. And okay. we've got the new some new tracks from the Cribs. Oh, okay. New tracks from Looks Like Eve. Yeah. And uh, we've given Vince the track from Catharticus. Okay. Let's see what he thinks from that. We are, we uh, are Catharticus. Well, I think we finished off with Nasha. Okay. But we've got Market Wholesale in between as well. Ah, so, so we've got quite, quite a mixed and varied bag of songs coming out. Have, haven't we? Um, who are we interviewing this month? That's from the bottom of our hearts. Damien from Britney's Diary, who who stepped in at the last minute and, and came in and did an interview. And he did um, a very good job too. He did a very good job. Very professional and um, very interesting chap. Hopefully you'll hang around and listen to that. Yeah. Of course, got Vince back for one of his becoming very popular reviews of Are They American? What's this? You've got a new feature. Well, you are known to have a abundance of punk song knowledge. I thought it'd be quite a good idea to create like a little quiz. Okay. So we're going to add a quiz a bit later on. It's called Can I Be More Punk Than You Quiz. Okay. So <laughs> this is the knobby know-it-all thing, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. why not? It's only for fun, you know, and the uh, perhaps the listener can uh, maybe join in if they want to. Okay. And then I think we were talking about another uh, new addition to our programme as well, weren't we? Yeah, this starts next month. We're going to invite just the listener, one of our fans, and they can give us their mixtape, if you like, maybe their top 10 tracks. And we've got one lined up for next month. So really excited about that. Yeah, that'd be good. So they'll be picking their their top 10 from just the Damnations. Mm. And then coming on and talking about it, what made them choose those particular songs. So Yeah, what floats their boat, yeah. Absolutely. So it saves up from droning on a lot, doesn't it, really? Yeah. So saying that, what are we going to begin with? Well, let's get on to it, because we've got to squeeze all this into one hour. So let's start with Rust and Double Denim, which is their title song from their album, Double Denim and a Bottle of Bleach. Looking back on my teenage years, when the music met my ears, where your life had begun.
That was double denim on the bottom of bleach. I mean, it only just occurred to me the other day. It was very much just splodginess abounds when it two parts of lager and a packet of crisps. Mm. It, just, it just sort of has that sort of ring to it. I, I'm sure that's not intentional. No. It just all of a sudden just made me think of it. And certainly the, the music is nothing like splodginess abounds. So <laughs> no. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was the title track from the album that we released last month. Sold out within a week. Um, recently featured in Viva La Rock. And it's still available from, from download. So if you've not had, had a listen, had a chance, go and have a listen. I think you'd be mightily impressed. Mm. So, yeah, we were talking about the Cribs releases earlier, weren't we? So that, let's play an old one and a new one, shall we? Um, let's play them back to back, see if you can spot a difference in time, I suppose. Mm. The question is, where was he born? I'm born in the shed at the top of the road. My mummy used to run for the money they throw. I would do whatever he can. If you know what we've done Gypsies, grabs and thieves Hear from the people of the town They call us Gypsies, grabs and thieves Every night all the men will come around Lay the money down Never had school in me Taught me well with a smooth and forceful style Three months later I'm stuck in prison And I haven't seen him for a while Haven't seen him for a while Top of the street, swift on my heels and lot on my feet. We would steal whatever we could. Nick a little vodka, sell a couple of bottles to Doctor Good. Gypsies, jazz and thieves, hit from the people of the town. They call us Gypsies, jazz and thieves. Every night, all the men would come around, lay the money down. Gypsies, jazz and thieves, hit from the people of the town. They call us. Both of us together, one each gender said he had to go. Shift your ass back to us. Price is shifting, couldn't even lift him. We was getting nowhere, and so we had a cup of tea. Right, Jim, friend, give a shout Charlie. Up comes Charlie from the floor below. Come on, you fucking dingbat. After training, he'd been complaining. We was getting nowhere, and so we had a cup of tea. And Charlie and Zing, they thought we ought to take up all the angles. Fucking mess. 
shed at the top of the street that's right yeah, that's the one. yeah. <laughs> so then then we followed that with a very not safer work version of right said fred we did yeah so the gypsies trance and thieves as we said was the title track from the most recent ep that was just released last month mm-hmm. uh, followed immediately by the very rude version of right said fred which was from 78 rpm which was released at the beginning of 2022 yeah that's, that's still available on cd and download actually Yep, it is. Enjoy. Fill, fill your boots. What have we got next? Let's go with some more squaring, shall we? Oh, yeah, cool. This one's called Donald Buck, and it's by Stanton's Grave. And it's taken from a Damn It Blast and Other Expletives album, which was released in August 2021, believe it or not. That's gone so quick, is not it? It has. These guys are from Cork in Ireland. Would be great to hear some more of them, unlike the person they're singing about, of course. We don't want to hear any more about him. Thank you. And the intro is brilliant on this song. It's a shame we're talking all over the top of it. If you want to hear it full in full, then listen to it on a band camp. The device. Special guest, I'm da, 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 da. We're absolutely delighted to um, have Brittany Starry in. So, welcome. Thank you so much for having me all the way from the other side of the world. Mm. We obviously played a track of yours in July. Yes. We have a new one coming up in October, which we're really looking forward to. Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the big existential question. I mean, my mm. therapist asks me that all the time. I still can't come up with a good answer. Uh, yeah, look, I mean, my, my, my real name um, is Damien Johnson. Um, I guess I'm a, I'm a singer, producer, songwriter um, in Australia. I do a, wear a number of different hats, actually. So Britney's Diary is just one of the many hats 
that I wear. I had to chuckle because when when um, you first put one of my my songs on back in July, and Vince was listening to it, and you know, he, he made the comment. He goes, "I hope it's just not one one guy." And and, and, and internally, I'm going, "Well, actually, it is." But um, it's kind of funny. Uh, I'm still struggling actually trying to put a band together to actually make Britney's Diary a live show. So at the moment, it is just me doing all the recording and stuff at home. Um, but yeah, that's that's who I am. I do some dark wave stuff too um, under another project, which is called Damien, all capital letters, and that's kind of my main shtick here in Australia. Uh, but the Britney's Diary stuff has been um, almost uh, essential for me to be able to get out my emotions because the world seems such a fucked up place at the moment. I really mm. needed to to get it out there in something that was a bit more brash and and punk is just it, it's just built for that. How long has Britney's Diary been going for? Um, technically it's only been going for about six months. I think this year I started, yeah, just thought to myself, you know, I've got these ideas, I've got these songs, I don't have a band, but bugger it, I'm going to do something with it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was probably about six months a year, um, ago that I thought to myself, yeah, you know, what? I, I, I can do this. I can, I can record this. I can make this happen and get a, at least the idea of a band together and, and try and get some stuff out there. So whereabouts in Australia are you from for people that don't know? Yeah. So I'm actually, I'm in a, a, a town called Ipswich, uh, which is about 45 minutes west of Brisbane, which is a uh, capital city in Queensland. Just say Crocodile Dundee and Al Anderson. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's exactly right. Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman and I, we meet up for dinner regularly. We ride kangaroos to work. It's amazing. <laughs> so, so you said you're, you're trying to put the band together and you're, you're sort of failing. So why, why is that? What's, what's the, the, the area like for musicians? Yeah, look, it's difficult. I mean, drummers are really hard to come by um, here in Australia at the moment. So trying to find a, a really good drummer has been hard. I've also just found, you know, just, just time at the moment has been a real struggle for me just because I am wearing a number of different hats. I'm also you know, working a full-time job as well, and I'm a single dad. So there's a lot of things that are demanding of my time. And it kind of you know, just ebbs and flows how much uh, enthusiasm I've got to, to really pushing um, the Britney's Diary agenda enough to, you know, to, to try and pull a band together as well. Like there, there was a period earlier this year where I was like, yeah, I've got, I've got all the energy and time in the world for this. And I managed to get a bass player and a couple of guitarists on board to say, yeah, we'll be a part of this. This, but just could not find a drummer and then everything else in life kind of caught up again and kind of had to put all that on the on the back burner uh, for the time being but hopefully we'll get some more time next year to really push it if you were to be put on the spot how many songs have you got ready to go because obviously we've, we've got two so what's your catalogue like for britney's diary well at the moment so i mean you've got you've got two there was another two songs that were released previously before um before i came across you guys um so there's four or three currently released one about to be released another one that's all mastered and ready to go and probably another half a dozen that are in the writing production phase at the moment as well so we've probably got about an album's worth of material yeah we look look forward to those i mean your first one to come over you know that that was just blew us away as as we said that we don't very often go wow but that that one was very much a wow song and to be fair when we've just listened to this recent one we both looked at each other and went fuck me this is good yeah it's good (laughs) it is good you know so thank you you know whatever you're doing mate we love it so carry on carry on no and the feeling the feeling's mutual i mean everything you know just just the encouragement and support i've had from you guys and your podcast and everything that's going on and just the the impact that you're doing across the world to get stuff out there um for, for artists like myself it's just fantastic so thank you without you guys uh, you know sort of slapping each other's backs without you guys we wouldn't be doing this so you know yeah. it's, it's mutual for people that, that haven't heard of britney starry or heard the tracks describe it who your influence is where are you getting this punk anger from yeah i i've got a broad range of of influences um i mean i i definitely i, I grew up you know i got saturated with a lot of 90s um skate punk kind of stuff so your green days offsprings some 41 that kind of stuff and i know again when vince was listening to that um that last track he, he really heard the, an american influence in it so there's probably has been a lot of that but again you know you kind of go back and you listen to your, your sex pistols and your ramones and all that sort of stuff too but for, for me i'm very much i'm, I'm very political um so I, I love any, anything that's actually got some sort of substance and commentary and, and just kind of wants to tear the system apart and rebuild it from scratch. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm somebody who is unashamedly socialist in my values and get really frustrated at how much the, you know, the, the working class person um, in Western cultures just gets continually kicked to the curb. You know, and I mean, you, you guys have got it in the UK with the Tories just, you know, causing shit for everybody. We've got it here with our, um, and it's not, you know, we've had a, a change of government lately, which which is great, but we've still had over a decade of conservative policies and stuff that have really screwed things up. And obviously we're 
both of our, our countries are getting um, continually colonised by the, the US that continually wants to push its own corporate agenda, um, which was the influence behind the last song that I sent you, which was, you know, I'd rather die than suck your fascist star-spangled cock because I'm just sick of being force-fed American bullshit in culture all the time. For me, uh, obviously, John might comment on this as well, but that particular track, it wasn't just that the message, but it was the way you put it across. And you get so many bands that go, fuck the system, fuck the police, fuck the, da, 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 you know, and that, that's got a place. I'm not, not knocking that. Yep. But if, if, if you approach a subject at a slightly different angle and make it a little bit more interesting, people are likely to listen. And that, for me, was exactly what you were coming from. So that's, that's what made me go, wow. Yeah, yeah, and I think, I mean, I've definitely been living, uh, listening to a lot of idols um, over the last, you know, I think everybody across the world probably has been. They're doing, you know, amazing things at the moment. Um, so I think musically too, you know, the whole, the bass feel and everything in there, I was like, you know, what would idols do if this was the, if this was them writing this particular song? How would they start it off? And that's kind of where musically it, it launched for me as well, I think. Let's hear a little snippet of your latest one. For me, this is a far better one than the previous one, but that's my just personal opinion. Mm. Let's just have a listen to the intro. anymore because it's been released on october the first but um it'd be definitely well worth the wait so tell us about that one what was the influences for that yeah, so this one's called Monday Morning. Um, basically, the the gist, you know, here is that that sense of you know, and I'm sure again, a lot of us are feeling it at the moment. That real, um, what what is the purpose of my life at the moment, other than just seemingly to get up, work for somebody else, to get enough money just to be able to survive, to get up the next day and go work for somebody else. You know, um, it, it's it seems to be a bit of a, a trap that we're all caught in, um, which is just driving. Uh, driving plenty of us here in Australia um, absolutely insane. I'm sure it's the same in, in Britain at the moment as well. Um, and that, that was part of that, I guess, lyrically, the angst has come from there. And musically, again, it was just, you know, oh, I just want to create something that's brash and um, big guitar riffs and, again, not overthinking it. I mean, that's what I love about punk. You know, a lot of the time it's just three or four chords and, you, you know, you're just getting something that's punchy, upbeat, that people can go, yep, I'm, I'm banging to this and then hopefully raising a fist to it at the same time. Mm. Your your area Ipswich. Tell us about that. What's the music scene like? I mean, if if we were to suddenly land there and go out for an evening, what, what are we going to find? Yeah, I mean, Ipswich has got um, a real eclectic community. Um, again, it, it is a traditionally working class, like lower class, low, lower socioeconomic area, which creates a whole bunch of diversity there because you tend to find in areas like that there's a higher rate of mental illness and um, other sorts of things. So you get really interesting and eclectic people here in Ipswich, which then um, evolves into a really eclectic um, and interesting arts and, and music scene. So there's a number of um, yeah, just interesting bands, a couple of punk bands, another group called Pitch Kruger and the Slippery Eels. They're a lot of fun. Another um, punk band called Unsound Advice that are, uh, yeah, quite prominent here in Ipswich. And then we've got some really interesting alternative electronic acts happening. Like, there's a guy called Hostile Architect um, who sounds very much like the Prodigy, but more angry, if that's possible. Um <laughs> Which is really cool, and then we've got you know we've got only got one one bar. I mean, Ipswich, you know, it's funny because we're we're not that far from the city, but we've really only got one bar here, and so then everybody congregates there. This place called Banshee's Bar and Art Space in Ipswich, which has a great culture, just inclusive of everybody, and and really diverse, and so everybody kind of meets there on the weekends, and we have a good time. It's great. Cool. Australian punk to us. I mean, we featured a few now, but there seems to be like a new wave of Australian punk that's hit in Britain. Do, do you think that's something that we've just been naive to? Do you think there is a resurgence in, in punk in Australia? It goes around in, in cycles and mm. this is where we are now. But what's your take on it? What do you think? 
Yeah, I think so. Like, I think it's definitely um, found a, a real voice at the moment. Like, there's some a, a lot of bands. Like here, I'm mean, here in Brisbane. The punk scene is absolutely massive. So, I mean, you, you would have been playing. You know, you've played guys like Square Tugs. Um, we got bands. Um, you know, Mitch Please, a Teen Jesus, and the Gene Teasers. Um, you know, the Chats. There's the, all these bands that are just. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the Chats are great, and, and the Chat. I mean, see, the Chats really sum up. Australian punk really well because there's a there's a stack of punk bands that they're not singing anything overly profound they're just basically saying you know what we're drinking piss and we're having a good time <laughs> which is very much the Australian culture you know we're we're pretty generally laid back over here but you know there's um, and the chats sum that up really well so yeah I th- I think you're right there is a, a new like a, a second wave like I don't think it's something that's been continuous here um, you know like I know Australia in the 80s had a big pub rock scene so we had you know your ACDC and Hoodoo Gurus and bands like that oh. um, and then 90s came and everything um, Australia became less you know like our big bands then would have been Kylie Minogue and Powderfinger and things like that I don't know if, if Powderfinger ever made it to the UK but they were quite big here in Australia and Silverchair um mm. you would have definitely got over there yeah and then it kind of died off a little bit as far as guitar oriented bands but it, it's definitely hit back um probably in the last 18 to 24 months absolutely for you what's on your horizon yeah so coming up i mean as i say i, I do wear a number of different hats so i'm trying to put together some new stuff for my electro project um with, as i say damien all caps um but with the britney's diary stuff it's you know i've got yeah so i've got the next one coming out in november i'll have another one probably coming out early next year called monkey with a badge um which is a, a fuck the police <laughs> fuck the system type <laughs> song but <laughs> um yeah and yeah and then we'll um, we'll start working on recording and finishing off a few of the other tracks that I've got sitting up my sleeve as well. Plenty, plenty to do. Not enough time. <laughs> and not enough drummers. <laughs> <laughs> but also, a good vocalist, they're, they're, they're very difficult to find as well. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's all very well being able to stand up on stage, but actually making the songs your own, and that can make or break the band. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's I think it gets really understated how important a good vocalist is, and not necessarily like a, a good singer in terms of technically great but someone with an interesting and unique voice like i think mm. you've got to have somebody that when you hear it as soon as they open their mouth they go hey what's that mm. we're kind of running out of time now unfortunately thank you for coming on the show um and and letting us grill you with a few questions really really appreciate that and we're gonna sort of play you out with your track from july damnations and it's called i'd rather die than suck your fascist star spangled cock Thank you very much for coming along. Thank you very much. Cheers, Damon. Enjoy your day. See you later. Thank you. song we'll keep it short with i'd rather die and that was played on our july damnations we're really looking forward to october the first when his new track is released oh hang on what's that 
Are you recording now? No, Vince, you're not on yet. Later in the show, you're a bit premature. It's fucking hilarious. Absolutely hilarious, yes. <laughs> well, what have we got next? Right, so we've um, got another band from Ireland. Looks like Eve, so another one of our, our favourites. Uh, and a new one from them called devil on a scooter this particular one has got a definite grunge stroke nirvana and it just comes to me the other day i was listening to this track and there is a foo fighter song and i but i can't remember the track what it's called but it's just it's just sounds very very similar and I, that's again not a bad thing it's just they've got that potential to cross over into, into the major public you know so on a bigger stage the songs are all different sophisticated yeah that's the words you're looking for yeah and it even includes their calling card which is the finger pop emphasizing the fact how good they are so yeah i have a question oh go on does perfection exist perfection does exist it's in all humans there's so many tricks to make it feel like nothing Shit skulls and broken bones Casualties of mobile phones Death by numbers, games of old Let the birds fly out the door There are so many tricks To make you feel like nothing There are so many tricks To make you feel like nothing There are so many tricks To make you feel like nothing That was look like looks like even Devil on a Scooter, which is is a kind of a parody, I'm guessing, from the commitments. Mm. There, there was a line in there that was very similar. Okay. Um, yeah, I can't remember the exact line, but it, there was a, a line in it. It was about uh, the trumpet player about being being on a scooter. So I'm guessing it's something to do with that. Well, um, I mean, you're you're so full of this this useless knowledge, Nick. <laughs> I mean, uh, let's test it out. Let's do this quiz. Okay. Yeah, new feature of the podcast. Let's give it a go. It's been noticed that you've got a wealth of knowledge of punk bands, particularly around the 70s and 80s. Be a good idea to just see how much you actually know. How are we doing this then? What are we doing? I'm going to give you a question, little clues to the couple of answers, or you'll see as we go forward. But I just want to sort of like say that these questions are based on a book I got, which is called When Punk Rocked by Andy Francis but also the web as well, so I'm cross-referencing between the two. It's not a plug for the book at all, but I'm just sharing where I've got my sources, that's all. Let's start, shall we? Am I under, under time? You know, are we doing a countdown clock anyway? Well, we've only got an hour on the show, but let's just give it a go. So, <laughs> this could be a very quiet 45 minutes. It could be. Yeah, go on so, so, for five points, on Monday the 20th of September 1976, Malcolm McLaren puts on his first two-day punk festival at what venue? Roxy. No. No? Um, 100 Club. Yes. Well done. Okay. How many points we give you? A couple, well, I reckon. Uh, so for another five points, can you name four out of the eight other bands that played? Okay. The Clash? Yes. Buzzcocks? Yep. Um, the Wasps? No. Um, X-Ray Specs? No. One more, one more attempt. Come on. 
Generation X. No. <laughs> All right, no worries. Well, what I do, we'll, we'll play a track of one of ours and then I'll reveal all after this. Okay. So that was Stages from the Future, Wake Up and Run. Pure pop uh, punk, though, and it is. I mean, it's from, from the album called Paradise that we put out. So underrated, I think. I think this was such a great, great album. Right, back to the quiz then. We've got to have the answers. Oh, okay. Wake, wake Up and Run. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. Um, let me think then. So, Chelsea? No. Menace? No. I think that you've got to think earlier, maybe. Okay. Shall I just say the answers? Go on then. The eight bands that played out over two days were Subway Sect, right. Susan the Banshees, uh, yeah. You said The Clash, yeah. Sex Pistols, yeah. Did you say them? Yeah. The Vibrators, of course. The Damned. Oh come on. <laughs> Buscocks, you were right. Yeah. The Stinky Toys. I wouldn't have got that. Do you know what country they're from? Have you heard of them? The name's familiar, but I couldn't tell you where they're from. Okay, they're from France. Okay, all right. Uh, I think you got seven points out of that, did you? Or, or no, you got nine points, I think. All right. I, I tell but, you, yeah, I mean, obviously, with the, I forgot about the Susan Banshees, because that's where Sid was on drums, and I forgot all about that. It was. Susan the Banshees, actually, they played this 20-minute set, Yeah. and they improvised throughout, didn't, yeah. uh, didn't have any tracks at all. Sid was just playing in the background, and Susie sang the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. Um, it was also where Sid Richardson was arrested after the show, after throwing a beer glass. Um, which injured a couple of the audience. Ah, I didn't know that bit. Yeah, no, yeah. if I'd have thought about it. As you said, I was, I was a little bit too late, wasn't I? But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Obvious, really. No worries. Okay, we'll have to wait till next month now. Goodbye. That's your September quiz over. Oh, okay. Is it October yet? 
<laughs> Not yet. Not yet, okay. Was that a success? Who knows? You tell us. Yeah. All right, so... Um, Let's go on to uh, Market Wholesale. All right, okay. Um, we still don't know much about this band, do we? No. Which is fine. Which, which is fine. I mean, we, we're like a little, little bit of mystery. Um, I think the only thing we, we kind of under, know about this band is they're young. They've, I think they're young, yeah. Yeah. They're enjoying their recording of their tracks. Mm. I think the, the drums need to be dealt with, and we've helped them along with, with the recordings, which is great. But it's a real drum kit. It's not artificial. It's not, a, you know, it, it's great to hear real drums. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the first track we played uh, as a bit of a one-off because we enjoyed the energy and enthusiasm, even though it was definitely a, a rehearsal track. But mm. um, So this one, again, a lot of energy. and There's something about the vocals which are quite unique. Yeah, and I think for me, this is like the new punk. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's stop waffling, let's hear it. Corrupt my mind. See me band to another young band who we had on in June, Damnations. Mm. This is the answer is no, and it's called Exploration. It's just um, to emphasise what we just said, said about Market Wholesale, you know, it's obviously still with a DIY ethic. It's a couple of wide inverted commas called DIY bedroom bands, keeping the spirit alive. The only difference is with answer is no, it, it is what, just one person. Mm. Um, so Again, we know that this chap is, is young. Um, we haven't heard from him for a little while, so we hope all is well and um, he's still creating the music. Um, but the quality of the music that they're producing, both Margaret Hallsell and the Oxford's Note, is, is fantastic. So uh, mm. long, long, long may they carry on. Let's have a listen.
Mad Wasp Radio. Are we still on? I think we are. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Thank, thank you, Mad Wasp Radio. And um, you've changed your advertising slightly, so that's what's made me scratch my head a little bit. But thank you very much for having us on, and um, I hope you enjoy this podcast. What have we got now, then? Next up is the new edition of Vince Vortex, Are They American? And, of course, they are our first band from New Zealand, so um, all, all, all big thumbs up all round. But that's not to give it away, because Vince has got sneaky. Thoughts review time, you cunts. So, shall we do the, the um, your next edition of Are They American? Yes, we should change the name of it. Are they American? We should call it that. Vince Vortex is, are they American? <laughs> Breaking news. I cool. know they're not American. Ah. They're from New Zealand. How did you find that out? Because I looked them up. Ah. I looked them up. They're from New Zealand. Oh. Um, there. You're getting clever on this technical stuff now. Yes, yes. Anyway, Catharticus, I am Catharticus. That's what they should call themselves. I am Catharticus, I think. Just a bit of a tip for you chaps there. Um, and it was... Oh, what was it called? Can't remember. My memory's going. Brand new Brand plan. Brand new plan. That's it. Brand new plan. Right. First time I listened to it, I'll be totally honest. I just thought it sounded like uh, a band's trying to sound like Public Image. I thought the vocals were very John Lydon-esque, very, very much. But I listened to it a lot more, and it grew on me quite considerably. And um, I think he he's very much a fan of John Lydon's, but. Little bits of um, psychedelic furs in there, vocally anyway. And a little bit of Joy Division as well, I thought. Okay. And the guitar in, um, the fancy stuff towards the end, actually I thought sounded very uh, sort of 60s psychedelia, to be quite honest. And it grew on me and I got to quite like it. I thought it was quite catchy and became a bit earwormy. So at first I was very unsure, but... My verdict for what it's worth from the wanker of punk. I liked it. <laughs> okay. Something there. So good. Okay. So um, you're liking more and more that we're sending you, which is um, it's a bit disturbing. Well, it's, it's disturbing, but I think I think you can be very quick to think, oh, I don't like that, until you listen to something more and more. Some things you like straight away. It's a bit like people, actually. Some people you like straight away, and some people you think, oh, he's a, he's a bit of a cunt. And then after a while, you get to know them, and they're all right, Nobby. Yeah. Music's like that. You've got to give music and people a chance. Mm. And it grew on me. It did grow on me. It did. I've got a very boring story this week. I've been feeding a couple of cats. Very exciting times for me. Yeah, just finished feeding next door's cat. And today I started feeding my friend's cat. Yeah, I had to get rid of the dead mouse. Say what they say, we don't 
I'm sitting there and this bloke walks in and says, what the fuck are you doing stroking my wife's pussy? so apart from looking them up and finding out they're from new zealand you know anything else about them did you find anything details no i didn't i didn't delve too far i was just so delighted to find out they weren't american that i i was blown away with that i thought enough's enough well you can fill me in on more okay so the information that we got is uh they are a surf punk band from dunedin in new zealand their music is typified by melodic, feel-good, heavy guitar party rock songs and tunes with an emotional outpouring of soaring guitars and ukuleles. I didn't hear any of those. Uh, with progressive themes and deep-searching, heartfelt lyrics, the trio can be found regularly gigging throughout Otago and Southland. Ah, try interesting. Dunedin, there's a Dunedin in Scotland, is there not? You can well be, but I mean that—that that is the thing, isn't it? We we went to all these places and gave them all names that were, reminded us of home. Yes, true, very true. But mm. yes, I th- I thought very good, very good, very entertaining. A, a little bit, even though I said it sounded like public image when I first listened to it, they're they're not your normal run-of-the-mill band. I wouldn't have said that. It's not more interesting. But yeah, I had to, I had to listen to it. But I did I did. Sneak a couple of listens to a couple of other tracks of theirs, uh, which I preferred, probably, if I was honest. I can't remember the names. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. It was also quite unusual that this particular track was it was a hit with um, one of their partners as well, straight away, and they even said it was probably the best track they've ever heard coming out through Damnations. Good heavens, good heavens. What did you two think of it, actually, as it goes? very much like Midnight Oil. I know Nick does as well, but I thought it was, it sounded just like them. The riff and the tune is stepping stones all over. Ah, right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 Midnight Oil are actually one of my favourite bands, so for them, for me to think that, I thought, you know, it's a bit of a compliment. The Cramps also come to mind, that, that, that his vocals, Lux Interior, when he, when he was yeah. alive. Love the Cramps. They were great. Awesome. Mm. Because they were like punky, but I like rockabilly and psychabilly, so they were a bit of everything for me. Cool. Anyway, I'm glad you enjoyed it, and I'm sure they're glad you enjoyed it. I'm sure they couldn't give a flying fuck what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure my opinion is as worthless. You you can fuck off now. Okay, well, it's very nice to see you. (laughs) See you both. Very nice to talk to you, listener. It's been fabulous. Very nice song. Nice Articus. All right, then, chaps. Catch you later. Right, thanks very much. See you later. Ta-ta-ta-ta. Okay, so that, that brings us to the end of the show, and thanks for listening. So we've got a couple of bits left. As always, we'd, we'd love you to get involved, send your tracks. If you want to be put on to either Damnations or you want us to consider you for other things, and the email is dammitrecords7782 at gmail.com. Indeed. It's the new address. Yeah, we've changed it, haven't we? We have changed it. That's not to say you can't use the old one for now, but um, we are going to merge over. Yeah. Uh, And, of course, don't forget the Christmas tunes. If if you're not aware, we were looking for bands to submit tunes for our Christmas Damnations edition. So what we're looking for is either unique, brand-new compositions or your version of something old, like the old hymns. What we don't want is your version of Wizard or Slayer or whatever you hear on the radio every single Christmas. So, yeah, get to it, get composing, get recording, and let's hear it. When do we want those by, though, John? We really need to have them by the end of October, so that doesn't give us long. No. Um, the reason is because we've got to get it all together ready for the 1st of December, mm-hmm. and we want to produce the CD as well, so and do all the artwork, etc., etc. So we need a little bit of time for that. Mm. So end of October, please. Okay. So, yeah, get scribbling, get composing. So podcast thank you very much for listening to podcast feel free to go back and listen to our previous episodes there's some great music and guests on there we were asked the other day where they can be found we can be found on spotify and other podcast suppliers do you need to subscribe john no you just get on the normal spotify podcast sites the amazon sites there's there's loads of stuff that we're on cool okay just a reminder as well damnations is not a subscription anymore Mm-hmm. It is purely like um, a published album for the public. 
So you can download the whole lot for £4 for 10 tracks or 50p a track. Make your own mixtape, which brings us on to, you know, we would love to know which 10 tracks you would pick and we would invite you onto the show and you can give us your 10 tracks. Yeah. I mean, maybe we'll base the whole show around you, depending on you and your choices and so on. But but yeah, we'd just like, like to hear which are your 10 tracks and what floats your boat. So uh, it's always interesting. Get involved. And we've got one already for next month. So cool. Yeah, looking forward to that. Mm. Right, so that's coming up to the last track, and that's going to be from a, a band from Scotland. They're called Nasha, not to be confused with Nosha. That's a completely different thing on a Friday evening. <laughs> this lot are from Edinburgh. Ideal, if you like, Discharge, Chaos UK, Subhumans, Exploited. What's it called? This is called Spice Boy Wanker, and a brilliant track to finish on a high. You know, it, This will get you up there and dancing. We, we hope, hope that this last track will actually get you up and dancing, smash up the living room and out to the pub. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for listening. Until next month. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See you walking down the street, make a new look to me. Very dumb and pussy here, make a joke but I don't care. Stay on the See you walking down the street, make a new look to me. Very dumb and pussy here, make a joke but I don't care.